Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Ralphie Rich Podcast. I am your beloved host, Ralphie Rich. Um, we have some very important things to discuss, some very important things to talk about. Uh, but first, I want to let everyone know that um, my grandmother is currently in the hospital. She is not doing very well. Uh, recently, she was diagnosed with Alzheimer's, which if you don't know what that is, it's basically when uh, all of your memory function ceases to exist and you're left in a state of perpetual. You basically can't make any more memories and it's really difficult to remember anything from the past. Um, and this is something and I'm sorry if that's a crude um you know, summary of the disease. It's much more complex, and I might have even gotten a few things wrong, but uh, that's the basic gist of it. It's a, it's a ginormous memory issue that a lot of people develop as they get older, um, and it is genetic for the most part, uh, but it is prevalent amongst um, older people once you start to reach, you know, the grave. Um, and the reason, you know, this is important is because my grandmother has been a huge... Um, part of my life, a huge, you know, I remember back when I was four years old, or was it five? Um, one of my first memories of being with her, we were at the Alvin and the Chipmunks 2 premiere. Um, and this, you know, this was crazy. Everyone was going crazy for this. It was the big, because, you know, Alvin and the Chipmunks 1 was a hit, and, the, you know, the second one, the squeakquel. I think it was called, uh, wasn't even bigger. Like, we couldn't fucking wait. The movie itself sucked dick, you know, compared to the first one. And my, you know, when it comes to Alvin and the Chipmunks, I'm going to be honest with you, um, my favorite is Chipwrecked. Um, hold on, I'm trying to get this in focus. I don't know. Is that in focus? Uh, my favorite is actually uh, Chipwrecked. I think that's the name of it. The one where they go on that island. Um, that's the best one, I think. The story is gripping. Uh, the, you know, it's kind of tropey in a way, but but you like that about it. I thought this is where we had our big character arcs with that. Anyway, I'm getting uh, aside of myself. Besides, what is the term here? Anyway, uh, I'm kind of you know getting off track here, but my grandmother. We were in line. We waited for like an hour and 30 minutes. Remember, this is for the squeak wool, everyone. An hour and 30 minutes. We're waiting in line. And we finally get into the theater, and it's jam-packed. Uh, we're probably one of the last ones behind because, of course, we don't get anywhere on time. You know, it's my grandmother. She's got like four of us hanging on her arms. It's difficult, right? Um, but, you know, we find uh, some seats, right? And we go to sit down and I go to take my seat and this fat old white bitch, some, something like 76 years old, grabs my fucking arm, okay? This old whore, this old fucking whore grabs my goddamn arm. Um, and as soon as she put my hand on it, I felt my grandmother's strength, my grandmother's arm. She takes the other woman's ar uh, arm off and throws it and says, get your fucking hands off my grandson, you son of a bitch. This is what I remember. She kept saying, you son of a bitch, don't touch my fucking grandson. And it was one of the proudest moments and earliest memories that I had of my wonderful grandmother. And I think after that, uh, because of the whole ordeal, we could have sued the fuckers. I mean, who does this old white bitch think she is going to put her fucking hands on some five-year-old, six-year-old boy? Like, who the fuck, dude? 
Man, if I had my sense, I would have fucking throat punched her. I would have throat punched this bitch. Um, excuse me. This story is not, not about this bitch who assaulted a five-year-old. It's about my grandmother and the power, the strength. Um, so, you know, we did end up getting free tickets to the next showing, which, uh, you know, was cool. We got kind of our own private theater, get some popcorn. And the movie sucked. You know, I was utterly let down. It was it was so bad. I mean, David Cross, I mean, he he, he is kind of like the whole the light in the Alvin and the Chipmunks um, movies. They're, he's just so likable. Um, but even in the second one, you know, they kind of just made him a piece of shit and like, like, just he, you know, horrible. And, and I didn't have a great time, you know? Uh, but, you know, I did have a great time knowing that my grandmother, you know, I was just thinking, like, you know, my fucking grandmother's a badass, and she's always been, you know, um, an idol to me, someone to look up to someone who, you know, we won't take your bullshit. She doesn't take bullshit from anyone. She stands up for herself. Um, and so that's why coming back to today in current times, it's, you know, it's surreal to, to have, to go up to her and, and have her not remember you, you know, to go up to her and, and have her confused as to who you are. And you tell her, Hey, it's me, it's Ralphie grandma we call her mama we go mama not in a southern way but you know just mama italian you know <laughs> it's not, but uh we like you know mama it's me it's ralphie she's like who and it's so sad i see the look in her eyes um and and i i don't want to go too on too long about my grandmother because i know people don't give a shit about anyone but here are some fun facts just about my grandmother Number one, uh, and this is the most obvious, she was fat. <laughs> she was a fat mima. She was a fat mama. I didn't mean to say mima. That's gross. She's a fat mama. She was. We always used to call mama, mama grande. They say, hey, mama grande. Uh, whenever we'd see her, she was big, but she. Had, but but it wasn't like the gross big. You know what I'm saying? It was like she she was supposed to be this way she was supposed to be this big and with that came this larger presence this larger than life personality that she carried with it um number two she had a disgusting smile all all the way back I, every time i looked at some of her smiles in the picture she looked like a sociopath she looked like she looked like she was going to murder whoever was taking the picture. I remember, I, you know, whenever I think of my grandmother, I don't think of someone who, 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 who smiles or has a, a nice face. You know, and I think I kind of inherited that from her. Watch, I'm going to smile now for you. And I look like a fuck. I look like I'm going to murder somebody. Um, but I, I remember her for, for not having the greatest smile. Number three, she was brutally racist. Uh, she hated white people. She despised white people. And I would say, I'd say, Mama, but you know, basically, I, I, I'm white. Uh, my birth certificate, she's like, fuck white people. <laughs> I'm like, Grandma, calm down. I mean, I hate white people as much as I, I don't hate anyone, by the way. But no, I'm just trying to say, you know, it's my grandma. What can I do? Well, she grew up during a time of segregation when, you know, literally you had Nazis marching around telling them they couldn't go to the same bathroom and shit. So, uh, I would be upset too. I would hold a bit of a fucking grudge myself. Um, and it's in the South. So it's like, what the fuck? Um, uh, number four, I think we're on number four. Um, she always bought me, uh, all my Lego sets. I remember she would take me every birthday. 
Uh, we'd go to Toys R Us while it was still around, and we would she purchased me fifty dollars worth, which back then, uh, back then fifty dollars could get you a shit ton of Legos. I could get a big set. I remember uh, I got the Indiana Jones set, the Crystal Skull, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, or, uh, with the uh, you know the blade one where where they they went to cut all the fucking jungles and shit uh, in South America. Um, she got me the Lord of the Rings uh, Black Gate set whenever that one came out big fan of lord of the rings um she got me um uh, some just regular castle but you know she'd always get me my fucking legos and i loved that about her i absolutely adored that about her and i go up to her today i'm like hey grandma what's for dinner uh, jokingly of course and she responds with spaghetti because she would always cook a spaghetti she would always cook a spaghetti. So she's got that. She remembers the spaghetti. They say this about Alzheimer's. There's like few bits of things that people can. Uh, and she's, by the way, when I say I just found out, that's because I don't talk to her very much anymore. I haven't spoken to her for the past, you know, year or so. Uh, I didn't know that she's this far in uh, with the Alzheimer's. It was she actually she's been having it for the past um, uh, uh, few few months. But um she wasn't showing any signs that I could pay. It was almost like that overnight. Cause last time I saw her, she was literally fine. There was nothing wrong with her whatsoever, but her mother did have Alzheimer's. So, um, you know, there, there's probably something with that. Um, and finally, the last fun fact about my grandmother, and this is going to come to, uh, 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 this is going to be a surprise for a lot of you listening. Uh, Everything that I have said about my grandmother is completely made up. I just made up this entire uh, scenario. Like I, none of this happened, except the Alvin and the Chipmunks thing. That was real. I that actually did happen. So there's some truth sprinkled in. And you know, uh, she is a powerful woman. You know, I take that back. It was it was real. Everything I said uh, was real. Looking back on it, I, I don't think I could have gotten to where I was at without the help of the people around me. Um, and you know, you might be asking, you know, Ralphie, what the fuck, what do you mean where you're at? You're 19 years old and you still live with your parents. Uh, fuck. No, I don't. I don't know why you would assume that I live in my own house. What that? Hey, I'm filming a podcast. Fuck you. He's not home. I'm just kidding. I live by myself, but you know, um, all my success is it, it you can't it's not just thanks to me i was obviously very privileged growing up um in the sense that my parents provided many opportunities for me to succeed not like a lot I, i'll be honest with you not like a shit ton but you know more than i'd say uh otherwise you know uh, at least that i can count you know i let's say i was better off than the people in africa okay I was better off than, you know, those kids in Vietnam working in the sweatshops. All right. Um, so, you know, they, they provided me with opportunities. And that's really what life is about. It's not about just getting shit. It's not about like, I don't think I'd be able to enjoy my uh, success if um, I didn't earn it myself. This is why you have so many rich kids kill themselves and they're so miserable and depressed and they just do drugs because they didn't earn it. There's something about climbing up that 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 mountain and and taking things for yourself there's a pride there is you know you feel good you feel good about it and when you just get stuff for no reason other than you know maybe nepotism or just 
Uh, oh, I, I was born in this family. I was born in this wealth. I'm manor-born. I'm well-born, you know? Uh, it sucks. It sucks uh, mentally because you should... And, and I, I know a lot of rich people don't feel this way or people who are born rich don't feel this way. They actually feel like they're just superior, which, you know, they're not. They're pieces of shit. Uh, they would literally just miracle... They happen to be born uh, under a rich family, right? Uh, but they inherit all of this wealth. Um, and I think a lot of them, even if they don't show it in their face, it's, even if it's subconscious, even if it's not on a conscious level, they kind of feel like they're missing something because they did not earn it for themselves. Is this some supposed to be some pity party for the fucking rich? God, no. God, no. Absolutely not. But I'm saying, I'm di- all this to say that, you know, now looking back on my success as a 19-year-old who's, not living in his parents' house. Um, it's good. It's good. And if I had to give any tips uh, to anyone who, you know, is struggling or uh, maybe not struggling, but uh, is goal-oriented, but having a difficult time finding a path to reach and obtain those goals, um, well, that's... L- listen, I I propose this, okay? Start small. Okay, start small. If you're struggling to get ahead, if you're struggling to reach those goals, those original goals that you had set, start smaller. Okay, there's nothing wrong with saying, okay, maybe I shouldn't be looking that far ahead. Maybe I shouldn't be looking up that high. What if I just put things sort of lower to where I could actually see them, to where they're actually uh, uh, obtainable shorter term? You know, because when you look at these long-term goals, like, oh, I want to be a millionaire, or I, you know, I want to have five million, or I want to have ten houses, I want to have this, I want to have that. Um, it can be uh, daunting, and it, when you're working so hard, like you're you're taking, you're working two jobs. Maybe you're in school and you have a job. Maybe you're trying to start another business uh, to get some side income. You're doing all these things, but you're still not really chipping away at that goal. You start to, you know, beat down on yourself. You say, hey. What the? What am I doing wrong here? Why can't I, I? It seems like I'm just running in place. I'm not getting any further to my goal, and that's because I think a lot of us who are really motivated and uh, success oriented, and um, you know, we want to achieve a lot in this life, we set these high goals, these high standards that are oftentimes not obtainable short term or mid term. They're really long term goals, and when you keep looking at these things at these long-term goals, it might put you down. So I suggest, firstly, firstly, this is assuming you've already set goals for yourself, With which, guys, every you everyone needs to set goals for themselves. It's what life is about. You have to set goals or else what are you doing? You're just sitting, you're sitting by waiting for life to take you along. No, you need to take life and by its, by its cock and, and pull it in the direction that you want it to go to, Okay. That's what you want to do with life. Uh, But set small goals, okay, obtainable goals, reach those goals and set new ones. That way you get some reward because even if the goal, and this is what I like to do, whenever I reach a goal, for instance, when I got my first $10,000, I worked up to my first $10,000 and I got to see that in my checking account, that was so rewarding. I think like the dopamine and serotonin just bah, bah, bah in my head, you know? It was like an orgasm. Uh, it was amazing. Um, by setting goals and achieving them, that just get you want the next feeling. You want to be able to achieve that next goal. Okay, you want to say, "Oh, look, 
I just did that one there. Fuck you, oh, past goal. Fuck you, past goal. I just, I fucked you. Now I want to get to this goal here. Look at this goal. It's higher, but now because I defeated this goal, I think I can get to this one and get an even bigger orgasm. This is a crude analogy, I know. Very crude analogy, but you get my point. Um, set those small goals for yourself and, and try, and to, achieve, try to achieve those uh, smaller goals, and that'll give you a boost. Think of it as like a level up to make getting to the next one even easier. Now, I'm not going to say it's going to be difficult, but this is sort of like a, a mental mind, a, a mind hack. We'll call it a mind hack um, to, to help you get to where you want to go. Um, I, I'm not going to say faster, more efficiently, although I do think that that definitely does help. It does make it faster and more efficient, um, but it feels uh, less like such a ginormous weight more less like a giant challenge like you're carrying the world on your shoulders because the other thing is you want to enjoy life you want to enjoy life you don't want to go about it in like a, a race with a race uh, mentality like oh i want to win this race i'm gonna get ahead of everyone else because you're gonna be it's not gonna be fun you want to have some fun you want to relax you want to get to do what you know relax sometimes okay it's okay uh, guys i i go through it all the time i have a day off right or i'll have a couple days off or even vacation i just went to the beach um and you feel useless you feel like oh man i really should be doing something right now why aren't i doing anything you don't have to be doing something all the fucking time this is a lie this is a lie that people try to sell you they try to tell you, oh, if you're if you're doing if you're not doing uh, what contributes to your success every moment of every day, then you don't really want it. That's fucking bullshit. Like I want I want the success, okay? And success is different for everyone, okay? Success is going to vary with each person because one person's version of success is going to be different from another's. Um, but you know, it's okay to take breaks. If it's okay to just relax a little bit and recharge so long as that's what you're doing. Because uh, it's very easy nowadays, very easy, almost too easy to fall into all of the many traps that they uh, lay before us. Whether it's the fucking, the shorts, guys. These shorts, uh, I'm talking Instagram reels, the um, TikToks, the fucking YouTube shorts. They are so addicting. They're so easy to get sucked into that you'll go, you'll be swiping, and 15 minutes later, you're like, wait, that was like, it's almost like, guys, do you ever go to sleep, right? And you go to wake up from your normal alarm, but you set the snooze. Everyone does this. I, I'm asking like, like no one does it. Um, you set the snooze. Maybe it's 10 minutes, 15. It's usually like around 8, 10 minutes, right? And in the blink of an eye, just like this, in the blink of an eye, it's done. The alarm's back. You're like, holy fuck. How was that eight minutes? There's no possible way. I literally, I closed my eyes. I did this, and then I opened them, and it was eight minutes. That's sort of what happens when you go on these uh, these uh, tick on TikTok or any of these shorts. So you want to be careful in your downtime, okay? You want to be careful in your downtime that you don't get sucked in. You don't want to get sucked in. You want to relax, but you don't want to get sucked in. And then, you know, oh, there's because there's so much on here to distract us, so much on our phones to distract us, on our laptops, on our TVs, okay? I'm not saying it's designed like this purposefully 
to distract you so that we have a less motivated population who will take orders and follow, you know, follow in line and not take initiative. And, you know, I'm not saying there's a certain elite group of people who want that for you. Not at all. That would be conspiratorial. But, but you should still, you should still be weary. Okay. You should still look at everything on your phone as being, okay, how much time is this going to take up of mine? Your time is valuable. Well, fuck me. Cock a doodle do. Cock a doodle do. Uh, I just went on a nice, probably five minute rant. I kept going. I didn't know that my, um, my recorder stopped recording because it was full. So I just, and I, it was so good too. I had so many great lines, but I guess it's gone forever. I guess it's gone forever. And I don't know if I have the motivation to um, repeat everything that I said, because I don't even know at this point, but that's fine. That's fine. And I guess the lesson there is, you know, not to cry over spilt milk or is it spilled milk? I think the correct term is spilled milk, um, but not to, to cry over past mistakes or, or, or linger on them for too long. Um, that's not to say you can't be upset. It's to try and be happy or, or calm and collected all the time is ridiculous. That's not who we are. It's not, it's not the way humans operate. Um, so, but, but you don't want to linger and fester in the negativity because being upset is negative. Of course it's negative. It's a negative emotion. Um, you want to try and avoid negative emotions or not avoid that. That's the wrong word, but uh, let's say be conscious of your negative emotions and try your best not to linger in them. Um, because the the last thing you want to do is is put a cap on your emotions. You want to let your emotions, for the most part, be you know they're your emotions. When you try to control your emotions, you might get adverse effects or reactions. A lot of bottle up. You don't want to have a lot of bottle up. These are the people who just they they flip a switch and they go crazy, right? They keep all their emotions bottled up and then they go shoot someone, right? or they kill themselves or something horrible like that. You don't want to do that, but you also don't want to be overindulgent. And the person who's just obnoxious, they cry all the time when we like, you know, sometimes like, Oh yeah, you can enjoy a cry. I try to cry once a year. <laughs> I try my best to, um, I know for a lot of men, it's, it's difficult to cry, not necessarily because of like society or anything, but I just don't find myself in a position to cry most of the time. Like I, it's usually, um, it is a buildup. Like it's a buildup of, of, of all these emotions that if I had the right outlet, I'd be letting out on a normal basis. Right. But I keep it kind of bottled up and then there'll be this one bigger incident that's bigger than the rest that, or at least something that I perceive as being bigger than the rest. And then I'll just break down and I'll, I'll cry. I'll cry for a nice five minutes, six minutes. There'll be, you know, tears flowing down, just constant, constant. Just <laughs> and you just keep crying, but it feels Really, it feels so good. It feels so good to cry and let all those emotions out. I, I, I wish I could cry more often. I wish I could cry once a month. I wish once a month I could cry for a good five to ten minutes, even if I don't have anything sad to be like. Like I'll just, and then I'll just start crying. That's usually it. If you're having a better life, 
or you perceive your life as being better, you, you know, you're less likely to cry, um, which I guess, you know, I, I've enjoyed my life, even though for the past year, even though it's been rather difficult having to deal with a lot of corruption in uh, your local government, uh, your private corporations in your local town, you know, uh, who you want to murder. I, I'll say this in a video game. You want to put all these people who do you wrong in a video game and and burn them literally like light a match uh, and burn them. But, you know. Life is not a video game, uh, so you can't do that. And you just have to learn. Look, OK, people fuck you over. People do these horrible things. But at the end of the day, am I going to let these horrible things uh, make up my character, make up who I am. Am I just going to be a reactionary? Uh, am I just going to be someone who reacts to others and forms my opinions and beliefs, beliefs about the world, um, based on these other people? Or am I going to, am I going to let these people control me? And of course, everything I'm saying again, I want to reiterate is nothing, you know, profound. It's nothing that hasn't been said a million times before. Um, but I want you to remember I am 19 years old. Okay, I'm 19 years old and this is what I have learned just in my short time being here. And I know if I can learn it, if I if I can learn to identify these things and and truly let them sink in, then so can you. So can you. Cuz if a 19-year-old can do it, anyone can do it. Maybe. I don't know. There are a lot of idiots out there. There are a lot of people who don't want to fix themselves and not fix themselves like you're, you know, you're broken or damaged or, or not, not good, but fix yourself in the sense that I know there's a better version of myself out there. I know in another universe, there is a version of myself who I would say, that's it. That's him. That's the guy I want to be. I like that guy. I like that version of myself. How do I become him? I want to be him. I know each and every one of us has that person in the back of their heads, has that person where they go, hey, I, I know I can be better. Why did I just do that? I, why did I do that? I can, I'm better than this. Uh, yet some of us, we're living in denial. We say, oh, no, I'm good just the way I am, which maybe you're Jesus Christ. Maybe, the, hey, maybe you are Jesus Christ. Maybe you're a God. Maybe you are perfect, right? But as for me and as for most humans, there's a lot to work on. There's a lot for us to get better at. Not to say we're, we're, we shouldn't, you know, not to say we're horrible pieces of shit. We're not horrible pieces of shit, or some of us, you know, others are horrible pieces of shit, right? But even they, I think even they can uh, change. I think they can change for the better and, and help make the world a better place. Now, you might be asking, Ralphie, what's with all this peace talk? What is going on? Why are you, you know, why do you want to motivate? Why are you trying to inspire people? And the reason I'm trying to inspire people is because I truly believe that I was given a message from the Lord. I'm just kidding. That's that has not I I I don't know. I'm just I'm in a good mood, okay? And I don't want to see people make horrible mistakes, especially if they listen to me. If you listen to me, guys, I promise you, I want to say this right now. If you listen to anything that I have to say, you're a smart person. You're a smart person because you see the value that I provide. You see the value that I create 
I want to say this to all of my wonderful listeners, uh, and by wonderful listeners, <laughs> however many of you there are, you know that what I say is the truth, and you know this in the bottom of your heart. That's why you listen. You know you see something great. You know you see something. But yeah, uh, I I don't know. I just feel like I um I have some things that might be worth listening to, even if they've been said a million times by people smarter, wiser, uh, more successful than me. I, I, I think it's good to have all different kinds of people saying the same thing to you because that will reinforce those concepts and ideas in your head. If you've heard one idea by one person, you might be like, oh, okay. You hear that one idea by 10 people, you're like, okay, there's something with this concept, something with this idea. You hear it from a million different people, you go, okay, this is the way I need to live my life. This is what I need to do to get better, to make myself the best version of myself that I can be nothing wrong. There is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to be a better version of yourself. Okay. Don't feel, don't have this self-pity nonsense where it's like, oh, but my mama told me I'm good just the way I am. No one is good just the way you are. Unless of course you're Jesus Christ or a God or the second coming, you know, you're something that we've never uh, heard about. Okay. You're, you're, I guess you're just a God that no one knows about. Right. Um, but if you're a regular human, like I've said, we all have something that we can change. And I acknowledge that about myself. I try to, uh, whenever I'm wrong, if, you know, it's one thing to be wrong and admit it to the other person, but I admit it to myself. I'm always honest with myself. I never lie to myself. When I'm arguing with someone and I know they're right, I know they're right, right? I'm not going to tell them they're right. I mean, unless, of course, it makes me look good. But inside, I acknowledge, I'm like, they're right. Okay, I'm wrong here. But I'm going to keep arguing for it because I like arguing. Why not? Arguing is fun. It's just a sport of mine. It's a hobby. It's something I like to do. Um, uh, But at least inside, I'm like, but he is right. I am wrong. That's good. Guys, that's fine. That's all I ask for. Be honest with yourself. Now, if you're sitting there and you're in an argument with someone, and you're wrong, and they're right, but you don't even know, you still think you're right, that is when we have a huge problem, a problem that you may not know you need to fix, which is why, stay with me here, stay with me here, you, you, right now, stay with me here, have the ability to change your life for the better. This is not an ad. This is not me trying to get your attention to subscribe to my channel. I'm literally telling you, scrolling through your phone like this is not good for your health. It's not good for your mental health. You're destroying your attention span and your ability to enjoy the simple pleasures of life. Please, for every moment that you're on your phone, at least acknowledge it and say to yourself, man, how can I spend less time doing this? How can I spend less time wasting my time on the phone, filling my head with garbage, okay? I urge each and every one of you to take five minutes out of your day to meditate. Just 
meditate. Calm, collected, no phone, no timer, nothing. Or use a timer. I don't really give a shit. But just go out and breathe. <sighs> breathe in and out. Feel the air. Get yourself away from all of the distractions. Be by yourself. Okay? Start with five minutes a day and then come back to me when your life has changed. <laughs> yeah, so that's gonna be a clip that I post. Dude, I keep looking at the at the writing above the lens and it's gonna make me look like like I have like I'm cross-eyed or something whenever I uh fucking post this. I'm not cross-eyed, I just I can't help but look at the words. I I, I got super high, but um guys, just do better. Do better in life. If you're doing well, perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. But not literally perfect, but like, good. That's great. Keep doing it. Always progress. Always be progressing. Um, that's why I consider myself a progressive. I don't like the idea of humans not evolving as a society, as a country, as a culture. I like the idea that humans are always looking to achieve more and progress more, whether that's socially, economically, um, politically. I think it's very important that we never stop at any one place in time because the idea of preserving, if we would have done that way back then, look where we would be now. Nowhere. We'd be fucking nowhere. Oh, imagine, you know, 1300s. I don't, I'm not a historian, by the way, but just imagine, oh, I like this. No, we're never going to change. We're never going to advance socially. We're going to keep it like this. It'd be fucking terrible. It'd be terrible. Um, that you know, I, I that's why I like to consider myself a progressive. I like the idea of saying, okay, what else can we do to help the human race as a whole? What else can we do, or at least the humans within our country? What else can we do to better everyone's life? Because at the end of the day, it's about the people. It is about. I, I know it sounds like you know, uh, it's about the people. Okay, the people as a collective. It, that's what is in the history books. It's not about what one individual got to, oh, one individual did this for himself and that's that. Like, no, no. Uh, you, you, It's about the people as a collective. That's always what history is about. And that's always what history will remember. Um, and to be a part of that collective means supporting politicians and ideas that align with your progressive values. Um, I'm not saying that this is particularly uh, specific to one party, although it does tend to lean towards one party. Um, traditionalism to me, it can't work. It's not sustainable because we are biologically, you know, as humans, we are always looking to evolve. We're always looking to get better. That's why we're here today. The idea that we're just going to lay our tools down or uh, and, and just say, all right, that's it, guys. Now we just have to preserve what we've got. Oh, yeah. That sounds boring as fuck. That sounds like so lame. Imagine in the history books, and then for the next 300 years, nothing happened. They didn't change or evolve in any way, socially, economically, or politically. Like, what a fucking life, huh? What a boring, pathetic life. Like, oh, okay, I've, I'm a millionaire now, and now I'm done. He says no fucking millionaire, right? 
says no one. You're always trying to get better. You're always trying to uh, top the the previous version of yourself, or at least, you know, collectively. Um, but yeah, that's why I would consider myself a progressive. And I know progressive is a very broad term here. Um, it, it's not, you know, I'm not saying I'm a sock dim. I'm not saying that I, you know, it's, it, it's kind of broad, but again, for the reasons I outlined previously, those would be, you know, why those would be the reasons why I consider myself to be progressive. And I, I, and really you want to throw on humanist at the end, a progressive humanist, because the idea of being a humanist is that, um, human life, human life is the most important thing. Human life, humans, we, the species of humans, we should look out for our fellow humans. We should look out for the collective. Um, and we should want fundamental rights for every human everywhere. We want equality for everyone. Um, not necessarily equality of outcome, um, but we want everyone a chance at a good life. The same chance, you know? Um, but those are my thoughts on the matter. Very broad, very vague. I know, I know. I'm not going to get too specific, uh, but just some things to think about. Some good news coming up. Uh, like, like the all everything previously wasn't good news or it wasn't even news. Um, I am getting my new Asus ProArt 27 inch monitor on Tuesday, which means that I get to start streaming on Twitch. I'm going to be doing a bunch of just chatting and I don't think I'm going to be doing any IRL streams because I don't have the equipment. Maybe I can start with my phone, see how I like it. But for now, it's just going to be um, just chatting, uh, maybe some reactions to, excuse me, different videos and, and articles and what have you. And if I get some interactions in the chat and maybe some things that they suggest I look at, uh, then that would be even better. That would be even better. Uh, as for now, as for now, uh, I hope you enjoyed the show. I know it was a little different, uh, a little different than previous shows, but if you enjoyed and you're on YouTube, leave a thumbs up and go ahead and leave a comment too. You can call me names, although it is censored, most of it, all the name calling. So, you know, leave a comment, ask me a question about anything, and I'll do my best to answer it in a live stream or on the podcast directly. And I think we're even going to start doing call-ins sooner or later, uh, which should also be fun. Uh, and also, last bit of news. I know uh, it's getting annoying, but I'm going to start posting soon on Instagram uh, Reels, YouTube Shorts, and TikTok uh, some clips that I think are funny or entertaining or inspiring or interesting uh, so that we can grow this channel. Uh, of course, I don't think I no. I'm sorry. I know I won't be gaining any traction for several years. 
I, I need to get it out of my head that I'm going to be popular at all for, I, it might be two years. I'm saying two years minimum. I'm, I'm in right now in my head, two years minimum till I see, start seeing a hundred, a couple hundred um, listeners, right? And then maybe five years, you, that's why you want to look at it long term. Five years, maybe a thousand. Maybe I get to a thousand listeners. Um, and then anything after that's fair game, right? Anything after your first thousand is fair game, especially if you have fucking fire videos and shit, which I, I like my stuff. If you go look at the, um, if you go look at my channel, it looks tight as fuck. And I'm going to mess with it some more, but it looks tight as fuck, dude. Like, don't tell me my shit doesn't. My thumbnails are on fucking fire. Look, I'm looking it up right now. Dude, my thumbnails are fucking fire, dude. Yeah, and they're only going to keep getting better and more experimental. Yes, sir. Now I'm just going to say a bunch of shit for 